The upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production. You're listening to Eyes Up Here, the Queen's Extreme Podcast, starring the Queen of Extreme, Francine, exclusively on the two-man power trip of wrestling's podcasting empire. Let's get it going right here, right now. This is Eyes Up Here, the Queen's Extreme podcast featuring the Queen of Extreme, Francine. And I'm going to stop right here. I'm going to say, if you didn't know right now, my name is Chad, and I'm going to be kind of guiding the way here as the wonderful Queen of Extreme, Francine, ventures into the podcast world Eyes up here. I'm looking directly at you, if you could tell. I'm a little... We're just recording on video and audio. We'll get into the details about the video very soon. But Francine, welcome to the first episode of your podcast. How did I end up here? What's (laughs) going on with my life right now? I said I wasn't going to do a podcast, and boom, here I am. But I'm happy to be here. I'm I'm happy because I'm with you, Chad. How crazy is this? That's very, that is absolutely crazy because I don't know anybody who really wants to spend time around me. So that's, uh, that's fantastic. I do. You know what it is? I think I hooked you when I co-hosted, uh, Shane's show when he was in Australia. Yes. That was, I mean, the ratings, the ratings went through the roof. So, I mean, we just had to do something without him and just me. (laughs) It was tough. I'll tell you what, because like. We had you on a few weeks before, and for anybody that hasn't heard it before, so we do a podcast with the Two Man Power Trip, my my main show. We do a uh, another show with the franchise Shane Douglas called the Triple Threat Podcast, and Shane had to go to Australia for a good number of weeks and kind of not left us in a lurch because we were prepared. We knew what to do, but I didn't want to just go into like best of mode. You know, I like to save that for the holidays. You do a best of when people are going to be just throwing something on, driving to grandma's house for a turkey dinner, right? So I didn't want to sit here and just do a best of. So I thought I was like, all right, what's the best thing to do here? What could we possibly do to think outside the box? You were the name on the top of the list because we actually had just had John. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to, you know, fill the water too high in the glass, but we brought you back on again, and yeah, that was it. You planted the seed almost a year ago. Yes, it was a, it was a good time, and um, I kind of caught the bug a little bit. So I, I was happy when I got the call from you, and I'm uh, I'm pleased to be here right now. That's awesome, yeah. And it's yeah. called Eyes Up Here. Eyes oh. Up Here because everybody tends to look down here at this region, and I'm always <laughs> like, hey, look up here. So you came up with the name, so I have to give props to you for that one. I love it. It's the name generator. I sat there in the think tank. I told you, I said I had to go into the think tank. And I really, you you literally sit there and you want to have something clever. And and of course, I was going real corny to to start. And I'll admit that to you. And you knew that too. I was going real corny. But I don't know. I thought eyes up here is perfect. Now, that's not where I was saying like my eyes. I'm keeping, again, my eyes, I'm looking straight at you here. You're a gentleman though, Chad. You're a gentleman. (laughs) I mean, you know, you've always been like up here. Everybody else is usually down here, and then it's like, okay, we go up here. Yeah, it's all very, good, though. Very nice. Well, eyes up here. It's going to be a, a really cool, intimate look into not only your life and your career, because we will talk about wrestling, but it's going to be a real full plate of stuff, and it's going to really expand not only your fans' horizons, but it might introduce a whole new audience to you and your brand and everything that you've got going on in the world. 
And I even understand as we're recording this, you know, it's a very, uh, I, I don't want to say a special day, but it's a very somber day for your family and your history. And starting today, kind of starting a new podcast, this is, a, this is a day that means a lot to you and your family. It's appropriate that we started today. Um, 11 years ago, my dad had passed away. And then four years after, my sister passed away. And they both were suffering from cancer. Um, they were both on hospice at the same time. So it was a really hard time for my family. Um, I had just gotten married a couple months prior. And, uh, you know, uh, to have one family member sick is really hard. But to have two at the same time uh, was just just exhausting, especially for my poor mom. But um, yeah, today is 11 years. My father was my biggest supporter ever. I mean, the boys loved him. He used to come to the shows. He would, cause I was only 20 when I got into the business and I wasn't driving. I didn't have a car at the time. He would take me everywhere. He would come sit in the bleachers and watch the shows. He would come in the back and say hi to everyone. He was so proud of me. And I think if he was still around today, he'd just be beaming because, you know, I'm 47 years old. I don't lie about my age, guys. There's no reason to lie. Um, 47 years old right now. And and if he was still around, I mean, he he would be thrilled at, at everything that's going on. I'm getting my first action figure. I'm on YouTube. I'm doing social media again. I'm I'm doing shows again. And now I have a podcast. It's It's just so crazy how you think you're out. And then they suck you back in. You know what I mean? So um, my dad was a huge influence on me. Uh, I miss him, love him and my sister every day. And just wanted to dedicate the show to him and her. And, um, you know, I love them. And I think about them a lot. And I, I know they'd be proud. I'm t- yeah, that, and it's very touching to be a part of that, and I uh, I appreciate you sharing that. And again, that's going to yeah. be a lot of the theme of this show is this is not just going to be your regular average, you know, let's talk about this and let's talk about wrestling. And we are going to no. talk about wrestling on this show. It's not, but we're going to talk about Francine's history, and we're going to talk about maybe things that have to do with, sort of environmentally with things that might interest Francine, but. In, in all in all, this is going to be, a, I call like it a that? lifetime. Yeah, yeah. Is it like that? <laughs> exactly. Is it like, is it like this? Yes, I, exactly. But I like, to call this, <laughs> I like to call this a, a lifestyle podcast because it's very, it's all encompassed into one little package. It's going to be a little bit of everything for everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be the kind of podcast that you can tell people, hey, I listened to this show and you'll get something out of it. Not just like, uh, yeah, listen to this wrestling show, and you know, I, yeah, no, uh, I didn't want, I want, I want it to be for even the casual fan who might like Disney or, or who might like entertainment or who wants to know a little bit more about me, but isn't really into wrestling these days. Because honestly, I'm not going to sit here and review Raw and SmackDown, like that's not, <clears throat> excuse me, that's not what I signed up for. Yeah. There's about a million other podcasts you can listen to that's going to give you that information. I'm not. Uh, but I'm going to keep it real and I'm going to keep it fun and lighthearted and it's going to be a good time. So it is, it's going to be a good time and we're recording this on audio, but we're also recording it on video because we kind of have a little bit of a grander plan and we're going to do some really cool things and involve a Patreon tier with certain video elements and some other things that we're still working out. But I know that was something that you really were interested in Francine is to kind of pair both. But you know, I mean, look, uh, uh, the two man power trip, we're an audio feed. So we're going to start here with the audio and the video will gradually make its way out. But I love doing video. The video to me is great because something like what you just went over, you can't really express it over the audio as much as you can in the video. I just saw the raw emotion in you as you were talking. So this is something that I feel is really special. And uh, as we roll out and get into future episodes, this is going to be a huge key 
to the Eyes Up Here franchise. <laughs> up here. Yeah, I was trying not to cry uh, when I was talking. Uh, but yeah, you can you can see emotion on people's faces. It's just like like when you send a text message and you don't know if you're being hollered at or if it's a lighthearted <laughs> message. I, I take it as the same thing. Audio and video are two different aspects. So I, yeah. I think a lot of people would like to watch us. And um, like he said, it'll it'll be an option for the future. Um, but on that note, uh, why don't we get into our first segment? Yeah. Which I want to call. <laughs> this is what I want to call it. The lockup. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be dr- it's gonna be our yeah it's gonna be like a it's gonna be our wrestling segment what do you think like uh, yeah. let's get into it the collar and elbow tie-up you know the old uh, gorilla monsoon well we can't use that term because no I no you're right yeah. snow puts <laughs> yeah. that on a shirt and i just saw him let's segue i just saw him at starcast yeah uh this weekend so it's a it's a good segue into that um i went to chicago haven't been there in, in almost 20 years, I would say. It's been a wow. really, really long time. Yeah. Um, I was there from Thursday to Sunday. Absolutely phenomenal time. Uh, I don't know what people have heard about this in the past. I didn't do the first two. This was obviously their third StarCast. Very organized. Um, you know, everybody was very gracious. Uh, I knew exactly where I was sitting. Like, I... It was just a great experience. I loved it. And the four days just, it was a long four days, but in the same token, it went by like that, if you can understand me. I mean, I think having children and wanting to be with my kids made it long for me. Right. But I was so busy the whole time that the days just flew by. Um, So it was a really, really good time. We did really well. Uh, I did my first stage show. Yeah, very cool. Which Perfect timing, by the way. <laughs> so crazy. Um, I, I wasn't planning to do anything. And then um, uh, the payoff. Oh, oh, shoot. What are they called? Darn it. The I believe pot. it was the payoff. Paypot? Yeah. The payoff. No, I think pot. it was the pay. I looked. I'm just looking at it now. I believe it was the payoff. Oh, forgive me, guys. They were the two greatest guys ever. So sweet. Came over. Um and just asked me the day before, hey, do you want to do a stage show? And I was like, uh, I don't know. And I was really nervous. Uh, Dave Hancock, God bless you. He helped me set that all up. So thank you so much. Uh, but I ended up doing it, and it was a really good experience. A uh, lot of fun. We we played um, wrestling um, two matches, I believe, that the fans voted on on Twitter. And um, we got to talk about those matches and take questions in for about an hour and a half. And it, and it was just a great experience. So I I can add that to my uh, resume that I did a stage show by myself. And it was really good. And, um, and yeah, we, we were busy the whole time. I, I was there um, courtesy of HL Pro Wrestling, uh, my friend Chad. And uh, he had me and uh, Selena De La Renta from MLW. She's such a sweetheart. Uh, she's a rising star in this business. Um, really, really good girl. We had a lot of fun together and it was just a great weekend. So thanks to, uh, Conrad and, and Dave and, uh, Tony Schiavone for putting me over all the time and everybody involved in StarCast. I had a great time. Yeah, it looked it. I mean, you were very active in sharing the pictures, which is another thing I love that you do. You're very interactive with the people who would tweet their pictures that they took with you. And that's the one thing you could say about the StarCast audience. Everybody who's there is basically the social media crowd, and they're the ones who are sharing the pictures and following you and seeing everything you're doing. So the Mm -hmm. fact that you were able to just instantly tweet the picture that they took with you back out again, I mean, an instant reaction. And it just, you could tell everybody who goes there is a good time. Everybody who goes there has like a, a story to come out of it. 
Oh yeah, I, I had a great time. I mean, I literally take a lot of time with each person and I try to talk to them and um, I don't think anybody was disappointed. I, I think everybody had a really, really fun time that weekend and um, I know I did. So I'm looking forward hopefully to doing another one down the line. It was It was a really good experience. Now, I mean, I know, you know, being East Coast people as we are, you know, it's uh, mm -hmm. it's always interesting to go out into another part of the country because you kind of I always say because, you know, I'm from Jersey, even though I live in, Flo in Florida, I live in Virginia. Whenever I go anywhere, I like to say that I bring the Jersey to wherever, you know, wherever <laughs> I go. Right. Which isn't always good. <laughs> I like no, to say, I, like, I like to take in their environment and bring it back to wherever I am. But I like okay. to bring the jurors, as I say, to, to wherever I'm going. Jurors. So the cool thing about StarCast is it's not just like you're going to a show in Chicago. You're going to a show that people from all over the friggin' world are converging on for one single solitary pay-per-view. But the StarCast right. is like the add-on to this giant weekend of stuff wrestling-related. Are you very, like, are you kind of not overwhelmed? But is it, is it cool to see, being that you did step away for a little bit and how far that oh. part of wrestling has evolved? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, you know, I I just got back on social media about a year and a half ago. I joined Twitter. Uh, the reason why I did is because I was booked for WrestleCon. Uh, and that year it was in New Orleans. Right. And right. I had never really done a WrestleCon before. So uh, that's Mania Weekend. And it's the same deal as StarCast. You know, everybody from Japan and Canada and, uh, you know, we had a lot of UK people. Like everybody come because it's Mania. Right. But they stop off to, to, you know, get the rest of our autographs and, and chat and stuff. And, and and that first day, I was just like, wow, like people, I know people travel, but like there's, there was like thousands of people coming in and out the door. Yeah. So after I did the WrestleCon, I knew what to expect at these shows. And I, I mean, I love appearing anywhere, but these are the shows you want to do. Right. These are, these are the shows that you make your money at. And there's just hundreds and hundreds in and out the door constantly. And it's just, they're awesome. I love them. I wish I could do them every weekend. Cause uh, then yeah. I, you <laughs> would be doing great. <laughs> I, yeah, I'd be like, woo. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's a really good experience. Like I said, um, hopefully I can do another one down the line. I, Hope to do WrestleCon uh, next April in Tampa. Um, I do have surgery coming up. I was actually just talking to my doctor this morning, um, making my appointment. Uh, but it looks like I'm going to have another surgery in October. And that's going to put me off on the shelf for about a couple months. And so I won't be taking bookings again until probably February. Okay. So my last show is actually September 21st with Shane. Oh, okay. And yeah. we're going to be in, in North, North Carolina. Carolina. Right. Yes. Right. So, um, and all the information on that is going to be posted on Twitter as well. But um, yeah, I'm going to take a little bit of a break. Hopefully this time it works because it's the third surgery and I'm getting tired of getting cut open to be quite frank with you. So uh, <laughs> I'm you know, sure you let's, are. <laughs> let's get those prayers hands up for me and, and hope it works out. Exactly. Um, yeah. Hey, and just, you know, and the, the funny thing about that is that in November, StarCast makes its way to the Maryland area. Oh, so I know. It's like, okay. there you go. It's like close to home. And now yeah, it's, well, it, it's okay because the one I would love to do is the Vegas one. Yes. Yeah. So if they, cause I haven't done a, an appearance, like a big appearance on the West coast in good Lord forever. Right. And I don't, I don't know if I've ever signed in Vegas. I don't think I have. 
So this would be my first time at a convention in Las Vegas. Yeah. I've done California a couple times, but right. I, I don't believe I've ever done Vegas. So I'm hoping next year they go back to Vegas and I'm hoping hint, hint, <laughs> I can get out there and, and do something. So we'll yeah. see. No, and that's uh, we've been invited uh, all, you know, all, I guess, what is it? Three star cast. We've been invited to go out and do the shows out there. And very accommodating, you know, give us all the access we need. And obviously, you know, the way John and I are tied into, you know, the signing world, too. It is a good hand in hand kind of relationship. But just the timing for me, it's always a pain in the ass. You know, like mm -hmm. Memorial Day weekend, it's hard. You know, it, it's, it real, hard. it's real hard. Labor Day weekend, it's just as hard because, you know, as you're kind of going through what I went through a few weeks ago, you know, we go back to school around yeah. really two weeks before Labor Day. So I, I don't know if I could be able at the position that I'm in to be able to say, all right, I, I got to, you know, I'm going to tap out for four days and head out to Vegas or head out to Chicago and, you know, yeah. peace out, bitches. I'm out. You know what I mean? Like your wife and, is like giving you the finger as yeah. you're leaving, you know? Yeah. yeah. I know. And it's, it's it, been tough to turn it down, but we've had to turn it down three times. And that's why, you know, it's funny. It's like, it's going to be in Baltimore. It's like, watch, this is the one. We don't get an invite. We don't get anything. Where I could drive there in two hours and be yeah. there all friggin' weekend and drive home and stay in my comfy, cozy bed every night. But it's gonna be one of those things where, like, you know, this will be the time we don't get, we get snubbed, we get ignored because we slighted them three times, well, and now you can always, we're on the shit list. <laughs> you can always try to be a vendor guest. Well, we could, but what's the difference? Why do I want to do that when I could be getting all access as well, a podcast? I don't, either. We would have been I the payoff. We would have been, we've been. That's what we've been offered. We were offered, you know, the ability to do a live stage show and have somebody on. Obviously, we got the, you know, the Shane building, and we've got, and Shane was at the one in Vegas uh, the last uh -huh. time. So and there was obviously, a, you know, a, a build in there and there's a, basically you throw a nickel in that room and we've interviewed the person or have a relationship with them and somehow. So it's been really hard to turn it down and I'll just watch as everybody has fun in Baltimore and I'll be sitting here on the sidelines going, okay, guys, have a good time. I'll see you in the next wah, go round. Wah, <laughs> I'll go to there, Vegas. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to, I, I really would like to do Vegas next year. Um, that's, that's on my list. So, you know, maybe. Maybe we can go. We'll see. Maybe yeah. our show will be so yeah, big that's that we'll want to say Vegas. Exactly. Maybe <laughs> by the time Vegas comes around, we'll be we'll be high rolling. We'll be throwing some dice. You know. We'll oh be, my uh, gosh! Wouldn't that be great? That yeah, would I'll be, be stranded. On, I'll be stranded on the tarmac, like in the Hangover. You know, like uh, not knowing what happened for four days. You know, one of those things. I, I've always said ECW should have their own slot machine. <laughs> I think that would be the best thing in the world because I like slot machines. <laughs> I know my slot machines. I think if they put us on a slot machine, that would be the funniest stuff ever. I need to pitch that. That's you my roll, next yeah, project. You, so you roll the thing. Roll, what do you call Roll the, you know, the, the little gimmick there, the lever. Nobody, no, time out. No one uses those anymore. There's buttons. And oh, now okay. they, wait, now they even have chairs that recline and you use a remote oh, and you just like. Are you, you serious? Like I'm serious. Wow. You just go like this. Yeah. Next, they'll have been. full dinners in front of you, and you'll just be like, that's, so, that's what it is. As it, as it rolls and you get to the jackpot, it is, is it a Sabu like that? Like, is it a Sabu pointing up to the sky? It, it, it could be. It could be. <laughs> if you lose, you might get a chair to the head. I mean, there's so many possibilities we can do is it. A ball, this, so. It's a balls mahoney that goes like this. It yeah, could be. Yes. There's, like look, let's not give too much away. I'm, it's still processing in my mind. I'm still working on it. Wait, wait. I got to ask, though. What would, the, what would the, Shane, uh, the Shane guy come up? Would he just give you, like, a scowl? Would he give you... Would you give? Would he give you this? What would, the be lost? Give you? 
he'd be doing a promo and then the, the guy from um the talking the guy, yeah but um what was that show that the guy would <laughs> the guy would come out with the cane and take him off if it was too long the gong show <laughs> oh well, yeah they pull the cane and grab him out of there yeah exactly you yeah. want to get off the stage that's what they would do with shane they would just get the cane and they'd pull him off the stage but i love you shane you know that he's the man um, well i'm gonna throw some pixie dust your way so you tell me where you want to go with pixie okay dust. so Next. okay so for disney um did you have any suggestions for a name? Because I wanted to do something like, like, listen, I'm going to go off camera because I'm going to do a, I wanted to do, I'm a Disney dork, <laughs> something like that. Because I'm a Disney dork and I don't really have a good singing voice, but I thought maybe with like I'm background music. I'm writing I'm a, Disney Yeah, dork. I'm a Disney dork. Yes, for those in the I, video, I'm, I'm writing on a pad. So if you don't see me, I'm writing on a yes, pad. I'm a, Dis now, I'm a come Disney on. dork. Look, this is like I'm showing you this. So this is oh wait, this I, wait eyes up here. I'm opposite. This is yeah. Eyes, well, eyes on my boobs for a second. This is Minnie, <laughs> and then this is Mickey, and it, it's love. It's, it's adorable. It's adorable. I have my little mini sparkly bow, and I love Disney. Is such a passion of mine. My whole family, we adore it. We go every year. Um, we just love it. So I, and I know you, you like it as well. Love it. Yeah. I'm getting I there. You're getting, I mean, well, I've, loved, I've loved Disney my whole life, but now I'm finally at the stage where the kids are starting to get past just, oh, princess, this princess, that, like we went last year. So they are, they're, we're in lock, they're all lock in. and barrel. Yes. Yes. They're all in now. My, we talk, we literally talk about Disney every day in this house. Yeah. We, we even go as far as watch YouTube and we watch rides we yeah. watch people we watch other families trips because they they go on rides they go through the parks i watched food uh reviews i mean I, i'm i'm like out there when it comes to disney you're not I, that out there you're not i'm that addicted <laughs> i'm addicted and i study before the trip so i study uh what restaurants to go to because we have to make our you know we have to make our reservations we have to make our fast passes I study everything. Uh, my yeah. husband, my husband does the same with the food because we're we're foodies. You know, we love to eat. If you haven't seen me recently, I do love to eat. I'm a little bigger <laughs> than I used to be, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, so we we are all about Disney, and um, I wanted to add Disney to the show. And and it's so funny because I was sitting next to Jimmy Wang Yang, who I love at Starcast, and I was I was trying to get him because eventually I would like him as a guest. Right. And um, we were talking and I was telling him the format and he's just like, oh my gosh, just do it all about Disney. And <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I wish I could. I there's, so, there's so many uh, bloggers out there that are just Disney, Disney, Disney. So yeah. I was like, I can't do it all on Disney, but Disney's going to be very heavy. And he's just like, well, what's your favorite movie? And what's this? And I'm like, save it for the show, brother. Calm down. You know, yeah, but exactly. he, he wants to come on and talk Disney too. So it's not just a girl thing. Like a lot of people dig Disney and uh, gosh, well, that's, just, we I grew can't... up in that generation, Francine. That's why. Cause it went from Disney being this like, and I, and I, I go back with the history of Disney and I, I watch all that kind of stuff. Looking back at how the concept came apart for all the parks and the, the, the Imagineering and all the amazing yes. stuff that they do with the, you know, the animatronics that kind of paved the way for all the stuff you see really everywhere today. I mean, there's no doubt that Disney influences everywhere. But I feel like into that, you know, the 70s, 80s, 90s generation, we were more exposed to stuff 
because that was the first time it was being mass marketed everywhere. So mm -hmm. we knew Disney everything. We knew Disney on home video. Generations before us didn't know we could pop in a tape and watch cartoons for the first time rather than see them in 1955 and then never see them again. Right, now, right. We got to see them all the time. So Disney has been ingrained in everybody's brain for their whole lives, really, if you think about it. It's true, but some people just don't dig it. Like I, I the first okay, the first time we went as a family was with other family members, right? And this is when my daughter was not even two; she was a baby, and um, we drove. Number one, don't ever drive to Disney World if you live far. Guilty, I've done it. Oh <laughs> my gosh, no, it, no, 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 don't do it. Um, and we rented like a, a, a big house, you know, cause there was a bunch of us. Now I stay on property after that first year, I was like, never again. Yeah, yeah, we always stay it. on property, got to right. do it. Uh, but it was our first time as a family. I wanted to be with my nieces and their families. And um, so we went there and there was only one day that we all kind of went to the parks together. Um, but my, my niece, who's my age, cause my, my sister and my mom were pregnant at the same time. So we're seven months apart. She's walking around and she's like, I hate it here. And wow. I'm like, bite your tongue, bitch. What are you talking about? You know? And she's like, God, I, I just hate it. I, I can't get into this stuff. So I get it. It's it's not for everyone, but for me, it's an escape from reality. And it just makes me feel so good seeing my kids so happy. Yes. And that that's what it's about right there. And and it helps that we love it too. But the kids every day, we have a countdown. When, awesome. when we're leaving and yeah. oh god we just love it so so anyway uh d23 happened last weekend i believe mm -hmm. um so many new things are coming to epcot um they have the ratatouille ride that's currently in paris uh that we're getting which is a trackless ride i'm sure you know about it mm -hmm. super excited it's going to be in in france pavilion in epcot um there's a Guardians of the Galaxy coaster that my ass will never be on because I will vomit <laughs> the whole time. Um, that's going to be where Ellen's Universe of Energy building is. Um, that big building, it's it's abandoned right oh, now. So, wait, gonna... so Ellen is now going to take over. Ellen's that. gone. Oh, Ellen's no, no. gone. Okay. Ellen's gone, and they're gotcha. making the, the Guardians coaster. Oh, um, okay. Understood. What's different, It's there's a 360 rotation. So uh, as you're maneuvering, your car is doing oh, this. Oh, yeah, that's bad. <laughs> that's bad. Throw up everywhere. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a bad idea, but people are going to love it. Coaster enthusiasts are going to love it. I am not a coaster enthusiast. I go on um, the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, and that's about as far as I can go. Yeah. Um, my daughter's all about Space Mountain. I went on it once, freaked out. I can't see. I don't know what's happening. Not for me. Um so she's really into that. Uh, I went on Slinky Dog for the first time this oh, trip. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I got extremely nauseous. Um, and I know it's aimed at, as a kid's coaster. I don't it's think it's not. a kid's coaster. No. no. Let, let me interrupt for one sec. So that's a, yeah. my when we went last April, the deal I had with my wife was like, look, like, I've been to Disney World two times before this last time. But I hadn't been there since 99. So when I went there, literally oh. in 99, it was the week the Rock and Roller Coaster opened. So that's how long oh. it was. From me being there, right, but that's going from that's how long it took for me to get back there. So when we went in, in in April this past year, I told my wife, I said, "Look, this is your first time going." I go, "You take the rides because I want you to experience it." And we had the little one, so I'll stay with her. And I that honestly, that's my favorite part of the whole trip was staying with her and walking her around and showing her stuff. Aww. 
my wife got off Slinky Dog and came up to me. And she goes, you bastard. She goes, uh-huh. you knew what you were doing. I was like, why? I don't know anything about the ride. She goes, that's not a kid's ride. She goes, that thing's a death trap. <laughs> it, it's, it made me extremely nauseous because, well, even when I went on Flight of Passage in, you know, the Avatar, yeah. um, I got nauseous and oh, I had boy. to close my eyes because the movements like that sudden movement i get sick in the car car like if i'm not driving i get car sick yeah i do uh long long trips so slinky dog especially the second launch and you come down that big drop yeah i i just saw my life pass before my eyes and i felt (laughs) like i was falling and i was never landing oh my god that's how high that drop felt for me and then you do this one, right. two, three, and I'm and my daughter's like, yeah, and I'm just like trying not to throw up. I think my strategy for next trip, I'm gonna try it one more time, but I'm gonna take Dramamine, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. see if the Dramamine helps me. Um, but I just I don't like big drops. That's like that's why I don't do Splash Mountain. I was one and done. That and then I got soaking wet. That pissed yeah, me off. Yeah, that doesn't interest me. I don't like water. <laughs> I never liked water rides. No. I don't want to walk around, especially like, so if you're hot, I mean, like, I don't want, you want to be hot and wet, you know, like I, I've no. never been into the water rides, even going to like great adventure. I never want to do the, the raft ride. I hated that crap yeah. so much, but the slinky dog, I'm telling you, that was like a point of like contention for the whole trip is that she was so pissed that I sent her on to the slinky dog. I was like, I, I don't know anything about it. Toy Story Land was so new when we got there. Yes. I, I didn't know anything about it. So it's I rough. Just with whatever. It, it's rough. It, it, if, like I said, if, if you if you do coasters, I guess it would be tame. But I'm not a big coaster person. But I do love the mine train, like the one drop I can deal with because it's not super steep. It's just right. kind of, and I got used to that, so it doesn't scare me anymore. But this Slinky Dog, I'm I'm starting to like freak out about going and having <laughs> to get on this ride again. And I said, you know, are you okay going on without me? And and she's like, but I want you to come on, Mom. So I was like, you know what? I'll try Dramamine and maybe it'll work. And if I still get sick, I'm just going to have to put my big girl panties on and suck it up because I don't want her to sit by herself. How about some wraparound shades or something that gets stuck to your face? You can no. close your eyes. <laughs> You're not allowed to wear them. They tell you like oh, you can't really? wear your ears because they're. Oh, they they'll fly, fly away. Yeah, true. Yeah. So every time like I had hmm. like I had ears, I would have to put them in the, the gimmick in front of me. And I was just like, oh, you know, but. You know, I tried, but it's just there's certain rides I can't do. Teacups, I will vomit. Um, just we, spinning. Wow. Yeah, oh. yeah. But the ride that I do 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 do, uh, <laughs> and it pisses me off. I do it is in Animal Kingdom, the Dino Rama, Dinosaur Rama, whatever. Not it, familiar it look, with it. Okay, so it looks like a coaster that you would see at a fair. Okay. It um, it spins but it's very clunky and it's not a smooth track. So when you're, you're going up the lift hill and you're turning, your body is jolting and you know, mm. my neck and back are just a mess. And I'll, the whole ride every year I go, I hate this. I hate this, but you go on, you could go on four. So we go on as a family of four. Okay. We're, we're, I won't let my kids buy themselves. And my husband's like, if I have to do it, you have to do it. <laughs> it's like the worst ride ever. Like, I don't understand, but I, I go on it, but it's not my favorite, but that's another coaster that makes me like, Ugh. now yeah. is your husband into the rides and stuff too? Oh yeah. Yeah. He's star Wars. So okay. th- this, this next trip will be our first time. 
um doing all the star wars things so he's like ridiculous and i've, I've never been a star wars guy my whole me life neither. No. I, and it, to me it's like it's it's still very weird to go into disney world and see star wars stuff mm-hmm. same thing with guardians yeah. of the galaxy like i don't i don't put superheroes and fantasy figures like star wars in disney world i still think it's, it's all tied Donald together Duck, you know uh, goofy i don't think i just that it's never going to be easy for me because as yeah. a kid going that you like left that stuff at the door when you used to go, you know, you used to, you leave that behind. And I walked into uh, Hollywood studios and all you hear is pew, 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 yeah. and you see the, the stage show. March yeah, and... like, yeah, what the I hell? Know. This is like bizarro world. It's, it is, but it's money. You yeah, know, it's, no, all, really it's all about money and they're, he's so excited and they're making a hotel, a Star Wars hotel. Oh God. I can only imagine. Is, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to be ridiculously expensive. So I said, well, we can walk through it, but you know, my theory is why spend all the money on a hotel? I'd rather spend it at the parks, yeah. you know, cause we're never at the hotel. So, yeah. I, you know, we, we've tried the bigger, the, the nicer places and we were never there and I'm like, we're wasting all of our money. So, um, we tend to do the the lesser expensive hotels. I love but... it. Yeah, that's what we did the last time. I loved it. My especially my little one got such a. We did the um, the Pop Century uh, hotel. Yeah, we did Pop Century. Oh, before. My yep. God. My daughter got such, my, my little one got such a kick out of just all the the stuff on the walls and, yeah. and, and the little and to me like that's that's touristy to me and I like that like that's why I'm going to Disney World is to see all that gaudy stuff and you know like I <laughs> just I, I love that no and it, well, the Pop Century is gaudy. I mean, it's very, it's, it's colors. It's Nick. They all are. It's Chotskis. It's those big, especially when you go out to the, um, you know, you go out to the pool area and they got the giant, you know, characters outside and match the decades. Did so like the fifties, I forget who was that, but the sixties had Baloo from the jungle book and the, the seventies had a character and the eighties had a Mm -hmm. character. So yeah, I love that. And I'll stay at those budget. They call them the budget ones. I'll stay at those all day long. Hell, I love being on a budget. (laughs) If I can do it in Disney World, I'll be happy. I like I said, I'd rather spend money at the parks or on on my meals and get a better meal. And you know that that's what we do, and and it works for us. But I remember you were saying your kids like Mary Poppins. Yes. So Epcot is is doing Mary Poppins ride. That's awesome. And they're re theming the whole back into a uh, cherry tree lane which oh is gonna my be god beautiful. oh my god yes we and... just discovered that well i mean i've seen it a million times but they just watched it uh last week and the new one or the old no, one? no 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 the old one so apparently the, one. the new one my wife took them to an, uh, something at our library that they were playing the new one and that movie was like right over their heads oh yeah and i put on because we do family movie night so mm-hmm. every week somebody else picks it. it's, it's so lame <laughs> like, yeah, we, every we week somebody too. picks it right so I think it's beautiful so what happened was it was a little bit of a little uh you know i pulled a little side deal here so the week that fell into my wife's we ended up never watching her she picked charlotte's web right i oh. mean, serious i mean come on you know, oh, it's cute. I said, do you want us to just go to sleep now? Like, we'll just go. We'll just do it. You're we'll... such a, oh, don't, I don't so, want to curse on this. So we ended up going though. outside, right? So the kids didn't, we didn't watch a movie. We ended up doing that. So I said, hey, let's pull our picks together. I'll lend you part of my pick for movie night. And we bought Mary Poppins for the kids last Friday. It was a surprise for them when they came home. And my three-year-old was glued to the TV. Watched it four times last weekend. I love it. 
we we well my my daughter's favorite is the old version but we watched the new one and both kids are like where's bert why isn't bert in this where's bert yeah well at the end of the movie you know he he come dick van dyke comes in but he's not bert and my daughter caught on and she's like there's bert but he's not bert and i oh, said right man. and because they have a different character right. i guess you know um, but she, uh, she's 10. So she kind of understood it. My son was kind of like, oh, you know, and he's like, is, is that Bert's friend? And I was like, yeah, sure. It's Bert's friend, you know, but, um, we, we enjoyed both, but my daughter said she prefers the first one. Oh, it's so great. Yeah. I mean, think it's a 60 year old movie. And the fact that that can keep audiences still really like captivated, especially a kid who's three years old. Again, yeah. pixie dust. That's Disney magic. It, it really is. And did she, did you guys meet her? Did you meet her Mary when you Poppins? were there? Yeah. No. No, she signs right by the pavilion with uh, Alice. I know exactly where. Is that an Epcot? <laughs> see, Disney dork. Is that yeah. an Epcot? We didn't yeah. see. We didn't get to Epcot this round. Oh, we, see, we, oh, yeah. We structured our trip in a smaller like preview almost for them because okay. I knew the little one couldn't do more than two. We did two days, two full days, okay. like two long okay. full days. And then the third day we farted around Disney Springs and, you know, yes. walked, walked around the, the, the campus of the pop and all that stuff. So it was, that's coming up when we go in the spring, we're going to do Epcot. And then the other two, okay. we're going to work. We're, we're literally, we're, we're like testing her stamina, but we're I can only imagine. It. Yeah. I yeah. can only imagine what it's going to be like. We do 12 days every year. Oh my gosh. We do 12. That's awesome. It's our thing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the only vacation we really take that's big like this, you yeah. know, a year, and uh, this is it. So um, I'm super duper excited about 12 it. Days. Like, you got to like relocate your mail when you go away for 12 days like that. <laughs> uh, we, our friend is a mailman, so he handles that for us. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's something like I said. We have a countdown star, and we we count the days. We we love it so much. So we're. Well, I can't wait to dig so into that on this show. I'm getting tingles just talking about it right <laughs> no, now. No, it's so. mad. It's pixie dust. It's magic. Yes, I, I it should get magic. it. I'm going to try to get an after effect. I could sprinkle it over. You, you have to <laughs> little green pixie dust. That would be adorable, and maybe little Tinkerbell could fly in. That would be so cute. You but... know what's funny? Hang on, I want to tell you something about Tinkerbell. So we've been uh -oh. in this. We've been in this renaissance <laughs> of watching those older Disney movies, and we did watch Peter Pan a couple weeks back, and it did really grab. It's more. I'd say it's a quote boy movie. I don't know if you're allowed to say that anymore in 2019, but say whatever you want. kind of a boy movie. Tinkerbell's a little bit of a bitch. I'm not going to lie. She was, she was, <laughs> Disney is, Disney can be very dark sometimes. Yeah. Um, did you ever notice that no one has a mother? Yes. And it's always a stepmother. Yeah. And yeah. the mothers are always dead. Yeah. What's up, Disney? Well, and Peter What's up Pan, but it's also, it wasn't a Disney story though. Uh, Peter Pan, they do have a mother, but they also have a dog for a nanny. So I don't know what the hell's going on. And there. That's a little crazy. And Peter Pan's made of wood and he's a puppet. So that's does weird. that really count? I Peter don't know. Peter Pan's but... freaky. Now he's uh, the whole story of Peter Pan is very odd. But yeah, Tinkerbell, like what a heel. Like she's just an ass. Oh, no, he's not made of wood. What am I talking about? No, that's Pinocchio. 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 I'm talking about Pinocchio. No, no Peter, Peter Pan. Um, yeah, he, not he, grow up. he doesn't want to grow up. Yeah, what am I thinking? You know, my mind was thinking about the Pinocchio ride in Disneyland for some reason Never with Geppetto which I yeah I I got to go last year because I did a show out there and the uh he took me to Disneyland the next day after the show um 
and that they have that a, built into the deal. Was that a part yes. of the, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> they have a, they have a Pinocchio, right? I got sidetracked. Yeah. Peter Pan uh, is one of our favorite rides. We always get a fast pass because the wait is always like an hour and a half to two hours, which is crazy because yeah. it's such an old dark ride right. that everybody loves. And I think it's gotten refurbished over the last year or so, because when we went in this year, it was a lot brighter. Um, I think they slapped some paint, um it just looks a lot better than it used to so um you i don't know if you would notice that i noticed it um no wouldn't notice (laughs) yeah see i i noticed these that's why i'm a disney dork i notice all of. i wrote it down so that's the name of the segment disney dork but before we i'm a disney dork i want to just other and what else do you have to say about uh the d23 because i told you the thing that i took out of it was the uh the frozen two stuff because we're frozen fanatics in this house, we've been counting down for that movie since the credits rolled the first time we saw the first, the first one. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so did you get to go to the Frozen sing along? Yeah. I know you didn't do the ride. You did the sing along? That was Epcot. You did the sing along, and did you she like did. that? We're, we're big fans the, of that. Kid, I sat next to the three year old. She was eyes wide open, just absolutely. Yeah. Like, like couldn't believe these characters are in front of her. It was awesome. We've seen that show several times, and there's a duo that's our favorite. Yeah, that work the narrators and we try. This is why we're dorks. We look ahead of time and we see when the duo is going to be performing, and we try. We try to go when they're going to be there. We try to do you know Hollywood Studios when they're going to be there. Is this Disney Dork or Disney Marks? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the same thing to me. I <laughs> and I'm not embarrassed of it. I love it. It's my thing. Continue. Um, no, no. It's just they are so. The other guys were good, but these two just play off each other to the point where you are just bent over laughing because a lot of the jokes go over the kid's head and they're for yeah. the adults. Yeah. And they they will crack each other up. Like they are the best hands down. I wish I knew their names. My husband probably knows who they are. Um, but yeah, we look to see when they're there because wow. they are friggin' hysterical and we love them. And that's one of our favorite things to do when we're there. So yeah, uh, you have great. to catch that show, but yeah, frozen Two, I'm excited about, um, I know future world in Epcot is going to now be divided into three sections. Have you heard of that? I heard a little bit about it, yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be a frozen world or something, right? No, there's uh, the land and sea pavilion is going to be known as World Natures. Oh, okay. Okay. No, I don't know this. No, I'm sorry. Okay, so enlighten me. Yeah, there's going to be three sections. There's going to be World Natures, there's World Celebration, and then World Discovery will be called Future World. And they're just, I, I, I guess it's with the expansion. They're taking out. Um, all of the, the plaques when you first walk in, mm-hmm. all the plaques with the, the names on them will now be at the front of the park. So that's going to be all opened up. And then um, I, I believe they're planting shrubbery and uh, like flower and garden. There's going to be like, because right now it's food and wine festivals going on, which I wish we can be there now. I love sampling I all heard, the food. I heard that is like the greatest thing. It's phenomenal. It's so fun. We usually go like we're there festival of the arts time and the mm-hmm. next year we're going to miss it because we had to change the dates. Uh, but food and wine is spectacular because it, I mean, it's a little, sometimes it can be a little pricey, but you get to sample the foods without committing yourself to a huge portion. Right. And they have, they have so much food and I don't know if you're a foodie, but we love food now like i'm like the I, I always say it's it's funny i have like a strategy when i travel to not overeat and not like <sighs> indulge so 
I end up going like I'll always go on a diet before I go on vacation to not uh, like eat on vacation. Now, some people again might say, oh, well, he's being a cheap ass or something like that. But it really it's like a strategy because you can overeat on vacation. And you don't realize. I do. Yeah, I do. I, I did. Uh, there was one night where I was a little bad. You know, I'm like, I'm not like I'm not a guy who like goes into like fancy stuff. I'm not going to be like, I have to try the steak here and this and that. I'm like. Wow the chicken finger man across America. Like I like, I'll go with the reliables. I'll go with your chicken, whatever. And it was one night at the pop century that they had this amazing chicken stuff that I was just going. You're on vacation. Wild. Now I got, can't get out of control. No, no. Well, I eat all the foods. I don't care. I look forward to this and I don't have to cook, which is amazing. That's a good part. I don't have to clean. So, um, but I always go into it saying, well, I'm going to eat like a lot of sweets. I, I rarely do. Like I'm a big, I love the cronut, which I heard that they're getting rid of. So I'm upset about that, but it's, it's a, a combination of a donut and a croissant. Yeah. And oh my gosh. Started in so New York. I used to work in Manhattan. Good. The place oh. that them in Manhattan used to have lines when they first debuted it or like around the corner. It was insane. I never had Did one. You, and thank God. Oh, they're so good, but I've never had a churro. Okay. I've never had a churro. So this, like this time I said, well, I'm at least having one churro. Cause I want, I want to experience the churro, but um, I usually get like one cronut and maybe I'll get a piece of cake. That's like two desserts in 12 days that were there. So I really don't go crazy, but I'll eat whatever I want food wise. Like I don't, I don't search a salad when I'm in Disney because I, this is my I do. time. <laughs> well, you're better than I am because I try to eat sensible at home. Yeah. If I can. And that to me, it's like, this is my time to do whatever I want. If I want to eat pizza, I'm going to eat pizza two days in a row. If I, you know, if I want to eat chicken fingers, I'm going to go for chicken fingers and French fries. I don't care. I'm eating all the foods and my cholesterol is probably really bad, but um, you know. They get you though. I mean, they had, they had like, um, we got, we got back one of the nights and we were hanging out in the, the little dining area and they had, and I'm not a dessert guy at all. Like I, oh. I don't, I can't, I can't be bothered with dessert. Don't care. It doesn't Love appeal. It. To me. So they had this like ice cream fudge Sunday thing that like, I was like, that looks good. <laughs> I was like, did you eat it? Well, I got it. I was, <gasps> my wife have it. I had, I had a little bit, a little, little, little piece. See, I'm, I can't, I get too like, I'm very particular with what I eat. Very particular. So I saw that, and I like to pass it off to other people. See them enjoy, and I'll have a little, little, a little sliver of something. You know, I'll have a little, okay. little something. You're disciplined. But yeah, I am. I am. Which yeah. is, uh, it makes you a cra- little cray cray, a little, little crazy sometimes. <laughs> well, my my husband's on the carnivore diet, so yeah, I can't do that one. I can't. Oh do my that god, one. he eats just steaks and piles of bacon. And I'm just like, you're going to die. He's like, no, my numbers are great. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, like, make, make sure, I go, make sure the life insurance is paid because <laughs> if something happens, we're going to be in trouble. You get um, new podcast equipment and everything. <laughs> yeah, right? No, but I mean, when, you know, he tries to be good out there too. And, and, but sometimes we just, we indulge and, and we deserve it because it's yeah, our vacation. So, I agree. I don't I care. Agree. But, um, so what else happened yeah. with the D23? So there's going to be a Moana walkthrough. I don't know if, if you heard about that as well. Nope. It's just going to, yeah, I, I don't know if there's any animatronics involved, but it's just going to be beautiful scenery um, that themed on the Moana movie. Um, I don't necessarily think it's going to be a ride. I think it's just going to be a walkthrough and that's what they're saying right now. Um, 
also the gondola system is in place um so i consider that like a ride in itself the calm and, ride it's like the people movers it's the calm ride yeah that people mover is my favorite ride like the one best. of my a- absolute favorite rides you get to see scenery you yeah. relax the kids are where you can see them like it's perfect um but you can only get the gondola at certain places so i know one of the places is pop century so on one of our rest we take like two rest days we do eight days at the parks and then we do one day at Disney Springs and then we have two rest days. And then the 12th day is our fly day. We come home. Um, so on one of our rest days, we're going to make our way to Pop Century just so we can ride the gondolas. Nice. And yeah. And that's, we did it last year. We did the monorails last year. We went right. over to the uh, Polynesian the, and the cooks, we never take the monorails anywhere. We usually take a bus and the kids were like, well, let's do the monorail. So we, we went over to Polynesian and we did the monorails and they thought it was fun. And uh, this, this time we're going to do the gondola system and see how that works out. So they're up and I know they were doing test runs. I don't know if they're officially open yet, but they were running them. So um, that's going to be a, a fun little way to get around and the buses are going to be less. So you're going to have more room on the transportation on the buses. So that's a good thing. Yeah. That's um, always, I, that was one of the, like, I love the monorail, you know? And like we, the way we did it, cause my, I went with my aunt and uncle who they're, they live in Florida and they go a couple times a year and they just, you know, they are, they're my source. They're like, they planned out our whole trip. They had everything all perfect. It was just like, it, that was magical is being able to go with them for the first time with the kids. And it was just, it was a great experience, but yeah. they had it, they had it. So we, we left on the monorail and went back to our, our parking on a monorail. But I just, I love that because that to me feels like Disney. Like that's, 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 they wanted that. I forget what move, what, what, there was something that they did that like paid for the original monorail. And it's like, that was the sacrifice that, that Walt Disney made to get, have the monorail come together. Oh. And that's why I, I forget, I forget off the top of my head what it was, but that's what I, you got to go on the monorail when you're at Disney world. That's like a yeah. part of like the, the rite of passage for being there is that's to ride right. this thing. I got to look that up. Cause that's, it was some it was he sold something or they 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 something did very well and that actually paid for the original monorail interesting yeah, yeah. you're gonna have to look that up I I, that no story i don't know so um i need your dorkness to come and and, and again in. i'll go for the history with disney I, i'm <laughs> yeah. all about the history stuff and the yeah. costumes and how they evolved you know the different uh characters what characters aren't there anymore what what um rides aren't there what uh dark rides what stage you Love that yeah. stuff. Yeah, we we, we watch YouTube every night before bed and we pull up uh, different, you know, different uh, themed videos, obviously. And the one was how they take the animatronics from an older ride and refurbish yeah. them to yeah. put them on the newer rides. Yeah. And my kids are just like, they think it's like the best thing. And I yeah. didn't think they'd like all this history stuff, but they, they watch those videos as well. So we're watching every video that's out there about disney right now so it's interesting you know this stuff is really interesting it keeps their attention yeah um there's just so much going on i think i think we spent a lot of time on uh on disney oh the last thing mickey and minnie's runaway railway is is going to be opening up in spring 2020 i'm gonna miss it um it was supposed to be a open by the time i went but now oh they, it's coming right after delayed it is at the chinese theater where the great movie ride used to be oh, we're wow. super excited about that it's the first ride that mickey mouse will be featured in he's not on if you right. notice he's not in any ride nope. um this is 
featured Min Mickey and Minnie are featured awesome. on this one. So that's, that's spring delayed. 2020. So I'll be there. Yep, you can I'll experience you know. it. I'll be watching. <laughs> I'll be watching the because you know people are going to be taking videos and putting them on YouTube. I'll be watching yeah. to see. Um, hopefully, I can handle it without the drama mean. But um, <laughs> yeah, so that's what came out of uh, of D two three. There's a there's a lot of other stuff, but ride wise, that's what I took. So interesting. I love new things. I love going and seeing new things. So um, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is going to be the new thing for us. And uh, I'm excited. I mean, it's new rides, but Star Wars, it's like. You wear a Stormtrooper helmet or something or some sort of. I, I bought it. Listen, I bought us all shirts, Star Wars shirts. <laughs> I'm jumping the bandwagon. I'm not a fan, but I'll wear it because you're supposed to. Yeah, the so. kids wore the matching shirts. I can't do that. I bought my husband a Star Wars shirt. And I'm sure he'll wear that. <laughs> he'll wear that. But he also, it was cute for Christmas. He bought me. Um, the the shirt with the ears that says mom right and he bought one that says dad and i was like who are you am Good i married because he doesn't do that <laughs> yeah and he goes well this one time i thought it would be cute to wear and i was just like oh that's so cute so, yeah. do that. <laughs> he's doing it see we're like we're, we're out there but that's i think awesome. it's cute oh, very nice and you're yeah. a disney dork how about francine dorella <laughs> no I, I always said, I if I could, yeah, get that off the list. Um, I want to relocate to Florida and I want to work for Disney World and I want to be the evil queen. Oh. I would nail that freaking part. That would be, I'm all about that. Oh, I love her. I love, I, I have a, a shirt. One. I have a shirt with all the villains on it. And my kids are like, no, mom, you got to root for the good guys. I'm like, but I'm a heel. Yeah, I have to true. root for the villains, you know, but I love them all. But this shirt's awesome. And the evil queen's right there. And I was like, damn, I know I can play her. <laughs> I think I nailed that part. That's awesome. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's my, that's my dream role. Um, working at uh, Disney World and playing the evil queen. There but, you go. Uh, hey, you could end you up go. in a Disney hotel because... Uh, if Disney ends up buying WWE someday, then uh, they'll have a WWE hotel and they'll have an ECW wing. And there you go. So you'll be in a oh. That's been rumored, by the way. I've never heard that. Yeah, it's been what is that rumored. About? That what? basically like they would look to sell the WWE and the only, there's like three or four companies in the world that could really afford to take on that, that company. And Disney would be one of those companies that could afford Why? to buy. Can you imagine that? Just, just, Why? just imagine it. Stop. Why would Vince sell his baby to Disney? Well, he's about no to step away to go do a football league, never so happened. why wouldn't he? You never know. Because he's got children that would take over. Never. Maybe they don't want to do it. I but... will come on and say it will never happen. All right. Never. Yeah, but you nobody ever thought for... Vince would. Yeah, but nobody thought Vince would bring back the XFL and, and basically leave wrestling to do football, and he's about to do that. I, I, I don't, I. I don't know. I can't see him selling his baby to Disney. Like that to me is just, I don't know. Where'd you hear that? Been bantied about. Is it a reliable I'm source? On the inside, I'm on the inside oh, of certain things. He's got things. the inside track here. Okay, I'm on well, the inside we'll of certain things. We'll be at you as it develops. We'll, we'll, we'll be here with, uh, <laughs> so with where, where are we going next? What's the, what's the next thing you got on your little the, format? The, the, the other thing I wanted to do, and I, I don't really have a name, maybe a, Maybe they said what? I don't know. Entertainment? <laughs> entertainment? Like da, uh, na, 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 yeah, entertainment na, na, na. tonight. Um in the future, I didn't get to study this part. Uh I just was gonna talk about like reality shows because that's my thing. 
Um, and I never get to watch them live. I DVR everything because like by eight o'clock, I'm like getting people ready for bed and, yeah, and yeah. we're taking showers and I take care of my mom and blah, blah, blah. And I'm doing everything. So DVR everything. But I'm a very big reality show whore. Like I love reality shows, but I'm not into like the housewife, um, that kind of stuff. Like I like big brother. I like the challenge on MTV. Uh, worst cooks in America is the funniest show ever. If you like cooking, you would love that show. Mm -hmm. Um, those are my like top three right now that I'm watching currently. And um, I know you really don't. You said you're not a big fan. No, I just, you're missing I really, out, man. I don't really watch TV that much anymore. And, and mm. to think, like you know, a lot of my career has been having to watch TV in some capacity. And, and it's not really for anything other than like when we had our kids. Like I just kind of stopped being like active in that kind of stuff. Like I, it just it, it, in the world. I, yeah, like I kept <laughs> like I kept tabs in, in sports and baseball, and you know, obviously that's always something that I'll I'll be doing till my last breath but it's like tv i like eliminated watching stuff now i used to have to watch tv for work i used to have to watch tons of stuff so i i used to work for howard stern back in the day back in the good old days love him i mean and i watched everything that you had to like that you could possibly imagine i, mean, I watched temptation island i watched you know um the early days of american idol like i watched all yeah. those things but now I only know about the housewives, like I was telling you, because my wife watches the housewives, so I absorb mm -hmm. things. And I like the Jersey housewives because, again, it makes me feel like I'm at home a little bit when Aww. I hear some of them. Because I used to work in a lot of the areas that they live in, in the you know, very uh, hoity-toity North Jersey corridor. So, is, is your wife like those housewives? Can she she's, relate? She's not. She's all right. She's, she's got not. the she got the Jersey attitude. I'll give her that. Okay. She's got the okay. fire, but she's not like that. But we also, I mean, you know, we she'll say something, we'll laugh about it. But she likes that, and she watches like the Teen Mom. So the big oh. brother, the big brothers, the survivors. I think yeah, my cup of tea. But I'm I'm all in to talk about it. So that's big, uh, well. There was a first on Big Brother this year that I picked up. Uh, we, you know, usually by day two, house guests are, are pairing up and their showmances. I'm sure you might have heard that <laughs> phrase before. Yeah, I've heard um, that. Yeah, so uh, we have a guy named Mickey on there, and he slept with one girl, and, and then he slept with another girl. Oh. And I don't remember anybody hooking up with two different girls, but this week was a little emotional because they broke up, and uh, but then they got back together. So I was touched because I was like rooting for them to get back together. See, I'm a dork like this, you know. They're never going to last outside the house. He's 24, she's 31. It's a, okay. it's a big deal. That's a big deal. Um, but that was the, that was the first thing that I noticed. I said, I don't think a guy has ever slept with two girls on the same season that I can recall. And but the first girl he slept with was voted out of the house, so she's gone. So it's only might as well know. not have existed then. <laughs> well, they, you know, he switched to the second girl, and the first girl was still there. Right. And they were kind of friends, the girls. And I was just like, this is like, this is dumb. Like I don't know, if, I wouldn't want to be. Like, I wouldn't want to be associated with this girl. She's sleeping with the guy that I just slept with, although I wouldn't sleep with anyone on TV anyway. So it's just a big mess. But I love it. I can't get enough of it. It's a great show. Um, and I have to watch last night because I don't know who was uh, evicted. So I have to I have to catch up before Ooh. the kids come home from school. Ooh, yes, yeah. someone... got, like, uh, let's put that it's little... Live. Like 
that music underneath, like the like yeah, like <laughs> is it gonna be? I don't know who I don't know. I, I have an idea who it was, but we have to we have to watch. But the I love Big Brother. The challenge is fun because there's a lot of fights, there's a lot of kids hooking up. Um, and I couldn't do what they do. These kids are swinging off vines uh 300 feet in the air and i'd crap my pants if it was me so it's uh it's pretty intense but i i love these shows so let me ask you a question so had reality tv been now remember the real world was like the first reality show and the real world was real world was great i mean they would go to Mm -hmm. the different cities that's where you first had your you know your different cultures kind of interacting you saw how people mixed in that you know one house and then you got your road rules and things like that now Had you not been down the wrestling route, would you have tried to go into reality TV? If it was a bigger thing back then or even in the mid-2000s, would you have tried to look into reality TV for yourself? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I when I started watching Big Brother, I just for the hell of it, I, I pulled up the, um, the info online. And there was like 10 to 20 pages of you had to fill out in order to be considered to be on the show. Really? And I was, yeah, oh yeah, it's a, it's a very lengthy process and I I honestly think you have to know somebody um oh, because absolutely, yeah. the way they it to me, the way they cast there's always someone who knew somebody like the, the two girls that slept with the same guy they they knew each other outside the house and then there's a guy in there and a girl the guy and they're both gay but the guy um uh, the 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 girl was dating the guy's sister outside the house. Okay. So it's just a coincidence that, and so now they know each other, and of course they're going to work together because they already knew each other right. prior. But no one knows yet. No one caught on that they were friends outside of the house. Right. Because you don't want anybody to know because that puts like a target on your back or whatever. Yeah. But I swear, like casting looks for connections and things that make the show more interesting. So. I didn't know anybody. I mean, what are the chances? I I um I tried out for Deal or No Deal back in oh, the day. Did you really? <laughs> I did, and That's I awesome. wish I wish I had my um, audition reel because I'll tell you what I did when I worked for WEW with Women's Extreme Wrestling. Right. Um, we were at the arena, and uh, Charlie and Ron were still do. I mean, I'm sorry, it was just Charlie. Uh, from ECW, he was shooting. And I had asked him, I said, I need a, a, an audition tape. I said, would you shoot it for me? So I was in the ring and you have to like pitch yourself as to why you'd be good on the show. And I'm trying to pitch myself and I'm giving all these ideas. And I had my three best friends who were in my wedding. Um, it was Daphne, it was Amy Lee, and it was Cindy Bobcat. I had them come up and try to talk to me. So when Cindy came over, I said, shut up. And I would give her a stunner. When the other girl came over, I'd give her a body slam. When the other girl came over, I kicked her and gave her a move. They loved it. They went crazy when I sent that tape in and I got a call back. Oh, wow. My, my second audition, I couldn't get the girls together because no one lived in the same town. Right. So I used my family. And what you do is you do a mock show. So they're on speakerphone and you're playing the game and they're, you know, they're pretending they're Howie Mandel and you have to react to the numbers that are coming in and you're picking the cases. If you've ever seen the show. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah. I, I love my family to death, but they weren't the most rowdy oh, bunch geez. and we didn't pass the second audition. So oh my God. I always told them I blame you because I could have been on that show, but, um, 
Yeah, it was the best audition tape. They went crazy over it. They loved it. And I wish I had my hands on it because it was funny as hell. Oh, so that's, funny. That's great. Yeah, I tried, but I, uh, a couple of years ago, I tried to help uh, Bob Holly get on mm. some. It was not, it wasn't like it was. Oh God, it was like some wilderness show of like they drop you. It was on. I can't remember what network it was on. It was A <laughs> and E. They drop you in the woods for X amount of time, oh. and you have to survive with only like you know a knife, you know a bag. Like there's like he wanted to do that show. He, he was training to do the show. And very wow. outwardly too. He was posting about it online all the time, and we worked with Bob in uh, in New Jersey a few years ago. And he gave me this whole like outline of what do you want to do. I was like, I just want you to know this is going to be like my life's work to help you get on this show. <laughs> and I tried everything I could. It is so hard, hard to yeah. get the either the right person or get in contact with somebody. And here's a guy who was on television for twenty years, you know. I would right. say if you dropped him on a, a reality show, it would be recognizable to the, the casual fan if they mm -hmm. watched wrestling at any point in the 90s and 2000s. And, yeah, it's just it's impossible to get on those shows. So for the fact that you made it through to the second audition, it's a pretty big deal. Uh, I wanted to make it through to the end because we I just got engaged, and I was like, I'm – and I – I swore I was in. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go on there and I'm going to win. Like, I didn't think I was going to win a million, but I was like, I'm going to win a lot of money and we're going to buy a house and da, da, da. And then the second audition, they were less. And, and the funniest <laughs> part was when I did the second audition, it was a regular VHS tape. This is how long ago it was. Okay. This was a long time ago. And we were using like a recorder yeah. uh, with a, with a, a tape in it, you know, right. when I was done, you have to mail the tape into them and they have to watch you. So they have to watch. It didn't record. Uh, and I was just like, where's my footage? So now I got to call them back and I have to say, um, we have to do that again. And they were like, okay. So I had to get everybody together again. And we had to oh, shoot the whole man. thing again. So they were probably like, strike one, bitch. You're out of here. <laughs> yeah, you know? they can only hear that so much because I'm sure oh, that you're God. probably not the only one. Yeah, well, I ended up taking $250,000. And I probably think I should have kept pushing because maybe if they thought like I didn't want to win the money, they would have made me come on a little bit but the girls i think would have been because they're just silly and crazy and loud and my family was a little more somber and my yeah. one sister was embarrassed and she was just kind of standing there and i i don't know it was just uh they didn't pick me so i didn't win any money uh, but it was boo. a fun experience yeah but i think like uh your question was, would I have pursued it? Like, yeah. I just, I wanted to be a nursery school teacher. Oh, okay. Like, I didn't want to be in the spotlight. I just wanted to be, I wanted to teach school. And then I wanted to get married at a young age and have like five kids. And that didn't happen either. But, you know, God sent me where I'm supposed to be. That's exactly. the way I look at it. You yeah. ended up with a, uh, a, a blonde haired lightning rod who likes to get in trouble every time he opens his mouth. And you ended up uh, making a career. Oh, with Shane. <laughs> 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 yeah yeah but i am looking forward again i'm going to do a plug we're going to be together uh september 21st in uh north carolina more information come to uh ecw diva francine that's social media across the board twitter instagram uh facebook and um youtube i so. want to say because i remember when it was announced that it's you're in shane's corner yes and, against stevie richards against stevie richards and for the ECW, who do fans, I choose? It's like seriously, like <laughs> I'm, as a fan who watched back in the day, I'm sitting yeah. here and like, I don't trust you going into that match because 
You might really? be staying here, but I mean, there's a history with Stevie when you think yeah, about it. Yeah, but WWE Stevie King. treated me like crap. Oh, but there's still history, though. You know, the thing about it, there's, there's, there's maybe that spark, maybe that little something, that little glimmer in his eye. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I think I'm loyal. I think, uh, yeah, I think if Shane would have never jumped ship, him and I would have probably been together until the oh, very absolutely. end. I, yeah. I did not see Paul splitting us up at all. No, like, there's yeah, no chance. Without a doubt, he said the same exact thing. It would be. If there was not a couple of dollars that were missing every so often, I think that Shane, uh, I think oh, that, yeah. Yeah, that that would have been something. And we'll go into that again. This sure. is a show that's going to cover everything having to do with Francine's life. So this is like, I love this. This was a lot of fun. It yeah, it on. was a lot of fun. It did. It did. Uh, all good things must come to an end, but it leaves us more information for next week. So Exactly. Um, so Hopefully everybody enjoyed it. So what I'll do is this, and again, we're walking through this, folks. You're listening to this live, as uh, you know, they would say. Uh, it's my we first were, one. Yeah, on Channel 7. If we're watching it on live TV, they'd say the same thing. We're live, folks. So, what do they say on you on um, um, Goodfellas? I'm going to say, do you know what line I'm going to use? Which one? You popped your cherry. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when they're walking I out of the courtroom. When they're yes. walking out of the courtroom. There you go. Yes. There, there it is, folks. Is that you like that movie? You like Goodfellas? I love Goodfellas. Because okay. I oh, said yeah. something to somebody that went over their head the other day. I said, uh, basically, I said, uh, you're a friend of mine. You're a friend of ours. You know, and they didn't really get it. And I'm like, uh-huh. you know, come on. Oh, I, great- if I say you're a friend of mine, it's one thing. If I say you're a friend of ours, that's a completely different thing. Uh-huh. So, yeah. You can't be friends with people who don't know the lines from Goodfellas. Yeah. Like, it's not it's not possible. So. You're, you're going with me. What are you going to do? All right. So you just gave the social media out there. Again, it's ECW Francine. Uh, no, uh, ECW no, Diva Francine. That, isn't that what I said? What did I say? No. What did I you say? You said ECW Francine. You no, got to put ECW the Diva. Diva. Now, there was a little blip there in the audio. I said ECW Diva. Oh, yeah. I didn't hear that part. Okay. For, uh, hey, hey, hey. No, no, I'm, a, I'm a pro here. I've been doing huh? this for five years. Right. I'm a pro. Yeah. All right, there. ECW there Francine. Uh, ECW Diva Francine. Ah! Across. Now you got me saying it. Now you got me. That's there how you, you got go. me. Across okay. all social media, you know, and, and as we yeah. grow the show, we'll have some really cool stuff coming out. We're working on a, a Patreon tier where we're working on the kinks. That's where this video is going to be, folks. So you hear it in the audio format on the uh, the two-man power trip of wrestling podcast feed. The video will be coming along very shortly uh, as we get all the kinks worked out here. But it looks like uh, I would say first one in the books, excellent stuff, a lot of fun, flew by. And Francine, I usually hand it over to the host because you're the host. I'm just the, the the dummy on the side. You take us out in the way you want to end this show. It's your time to say goodbye to everybody and get us on to the next episode of Eyes Up Here, the Queen's wow. Extreme Podcast. Yeah, Eyes Up Here. I have no clue what we're going to talk about next week. I'm going to study. I'm going to try to pull some cool stuff. But I just want to take this opportunity really quickly to just thank everybody uh, for uh, listening and hopefully watching. Um, I said this a million times at this stage in the game. I never thought I'd be here doing this stuff. It's so ridiculous and wonderful at the same time. So I just love you guys. And, and I thank you. And I thank you, Chad, for, for pulling me back into this crazy business. So uh, good stuff ahead. I hope I know good stuff is coming. So just you, stay tuned. Do you have a catchphrase you want to throw out at the end there? You know, like I'm gonna uh, um I'm gonna work on one. That I didn't think. Uh yeah, we're gonna work on that. For now, <laughs> uh yeah, you stay classy, wrestling world, because that's that's a hard thing to do. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll think of something. Oh, enjoy the bubbly. What the hell's that about? 
Oh. You hear the, bo- the bubbly. A <laughs> little, bit, little bit of the bubbly. A little bit of the bubbly. I said to my husband, what the heck? And he goes, because nobody calls it the bubbly anymore. I go, really? I thought they did. I'm old then. It's I a guess. line from Dumb and Dumber. It's uh, it, Yeah, that movie was really not my word. <laughs> yeah, it's a line from Dumb and Dumber, a little bit of the bubbly. Yeah, that's, but uh, no, he says nobody says bubbly anymore. Like, I don't that's think anybody does. No, I mean, it, Dumb and Dumber came out in 1994, so I don't know how many <laughs> people are saying it. <laughs> well, we'll think of something cool, and we're going to add things, and there's be things here and things there. So a lot of things coming up. Get ready. Get ready. Lots well. of things. Here we yeah. come. Peace out. All right. Peace, homie. This podcast was a presentation of the two-man power trip of wrestling's podcast empire.